What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Featuring Pod of Thrones and The Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. And your hosts, Damon Standifer, Charlie Bell, and Dean O'Red. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Well, all right. Welcome back to another episode of the Shiznit Show. We realize that you have a choice in your podcast listening, and we appreciate you listening to us. A good day, Weasel. Ow. Yow. <laughs> good day, Charlie Bell. She sounds just like Jimmy Creed. <laughs> Uh, you know, that, that explains the, this overwhelming feeling of, of guilt that I have right now. <laughs> yeah, no Charlie Bell. And then, sitting in for Charlie Bell, we were going to have D. Honey, who has not been in for a long time. I was very excited, very excited to have D. Honey in. But, alas, no D. Honey, because everything bad happens to me, and her car broke down, and she's having car troubles. And No D. Honey. No D. Honey. Uh, dude, I took a shower and everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, and I'm, I'm, uh, I, uh, and I, you know, I feel bad for you too. Of course, man. I mean, it's just like when my my assistant, you know, had to take her kid to work. You know what I mean? It's like everything bad happens to me. I mean, I had to take her kid to the hospital, and she couldn't come to work. And and you got stuck with all the extra work. Well, no, I just didn't have anybody to make coffee. Oh, that's right, that's right. So I had to stop in the way in, and then I got accosted by the homeless. Oh, dude. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that, you know, that's that was very selfish of her. Yeah, I'm saying, and D Honey is like right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, women today, dude. I, I I don't understand it myself. You give them a, a few little rights. Yeah, and they just think they fucking own the world. Yeah, they think they can do what they want. Yeah, they think they have rights. <laughs> Uh, so they lucky if they have lefts, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Man. Mm-mm-mm. And that was uh, the latest episode of Misogyny Theater. <laughs> Tune in next week. <laughs> when we piss on the neighbors. <laughs> and beat all the women. <laughs> Dr. Dre. <laughs> he'll, be our, he'll be our guest host next week. <laughs> Sponsored by Beats by Dre. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, what's up, man? What's going on with you? How, how's your dad? 
Oh, he's good, man. He, uh, yeah, he's he, he's just uh, right now. He's just getting antibiotics every every day. Um, cause, every uh, day? Yeah, yeah. He has a yeah. He has an infection. Okay. Uh, it's it's related to the E. coli uh, bacteria, uh, and it's one of those things where he needs. Well, he I don't know how many weeks it's been, but he he's scheduled for four to six weeks of mm-hmm. antibiotic treatment. So. When I go to see him, he's he's well. Um, you know, we talk and you know we you know, bullshit together and all that. But he can't leave. Right, right. Um, but other than that, man, he's he's doing okay. Um, and uh, you know, uh, yeah, he's doing good for a seventy year old man. Uh, <laughs> man, remember when seventy seemed like you know that someone was on the brink of death? You know, <laughs> and now like hey, those 70. were the good old days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, <laughs> don't bring your family problems to me. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, usually you, you used to be. You know, you can count on somebody being dead after <laughs> 69 or so. Now motherfuckers want to live forever. Yeah, with you, right? <laughs> first, 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 you don't get no coffee, <laughs> and and you know now D, D's car broke down, mm-hmm. and now you got old folks living with you. You know, you just a sitcom. <laughs> you just a sitcom, nigga. Yeah, I guess so, man. Yeah, without the laugh tracks, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My bad. That was the clap track. There's laughter. There we go. <laughs> but speaking of, of sitcoms and dads and stuff, you know, a lot of people are they still kind of ask me like, "Oh, how's your dad doing?" You know, because mm-hmm. you know my mom just passed not mm-hmm. too long ago, mm-hmm. and it's like I, I kind of I tell him like yeah, he's okay, but I, I kind of feel like I wonder if I should tell him like he's got a girlfriend already <laughs> so that they can stop kind of feeling bad for him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, you say he's moved on. He, he's uh, moved on. He's got a girlfriend, and mm-hmm. she's like around my sister's age. Oh wow! <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I, I'm glad I didn't ask how your dad was doing. <laughs> I, I might have started cutting my wrist and shit. <laughs> doing better than us. Doing better than everybody. <laughs> right. Damn. Talk about. May December, man. Just, <laughs> that's May a new calendar, man. Right. I mean, December calendar. <laughs> he's he's doing it with the baby New Year. That's crazy. Yeah. Man, man. So we we should bring him up on uh, uh, pedophilia charges. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. He's so old that she can be twenty years younger than him, and she's still old too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Close to my age. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. what you say? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's an old motherfucker. That's crazy. I know. Uh, I was telling my nephew about it the other day. He was like, that's got to be weird. I'm like, yeah, it's a little weird. <laughs> it's a little weird. She she uh, she kind of slipped up and um, you know how it is. Just, mm. you know, sometimes you're not thinking and you say something weird. She's, she's a nice person. Yeah. But... She did say something that kind of threw me for a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking about the baby staying over her uh, granny's house. Mm-hmm. And she paused and was like, Who, whose mother, yours or, or hers? Talking about mine or my wife's. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just kind of raised my hand was like, uh, my mom died last Thursday. 
And she went, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, like, that's why your ass is here. <laughs> right, right, right. I thought, I thought, uh, oh, God. She was like, oops, my bad. <laughs> no, nah, she felt really bad. Yeah. I could tell she instantly felt bad and was, like, kind of beating herself up about it. Yeah. And uh, I let her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you should have said, well, you know, you, you probably would have liked uh, my mother a lot more than you like him. <laughs> anyway, man. <laughs> so what, what else has been going on with you, man, since... Uh, uh, well, I, I went to... I went to uh, uh, I'm, I'm a member of a, a theater company called Neo Ensemble. Right. And uh, we have a we have a play going on right now at the Versus Theater called uh, uh, Street Corner Named Desire, and basically it's a compilation of uh, one act plays that take place at this uh, at this corner called uh, Hope and Change. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <That's> the, <laughs> where uh, Barack Obama delivers all his speeches from? Yeah. Well, that's where he got his start. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hope and spare change. <laughs> spare change. Spare change. In your pocket. In your pocket. Spare change. Yeah. And the, the thing is, I, I've been a member of this company for, uh, you know, basically 20 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, this year and maybe last year, I've I've kind of been, I, I show up every once in a while, but I, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a regular. I'm not well, as of course as not. A, You've had all these uh, <laughs> class reunions to attend to. A man can only do so much. I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I am. I am being spread thin. In yeah. That. I mean, when you got a class reunion every weekend, I mean, you know, you yeah. just don't have time for. I don't have time to re- reunite with people I just met. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. It's only been 20 years with these people. Right. Um, <laughs> well, and, and that, that's the thing, man. I, I went to the went to the play uh, uh, Friday night, and I'm like, I've been in this company 20 years, and, and there's like 18 people in the play. I recognize maybe six of them. Wow. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like it, it felt like it's that feeling when you go back to school, uh, and like like I went back to college uh, to to uh, visit an instructor once. Yeah, and I, I went in there and like every and this was like this was like a couple of years ago, and I, I go in there and I, I, yeah, afterwards I, I I saw the students and I said so are those the freshmen and sophomores? She said no, those are the juniors and seniors. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like everybody in the play looked like they were a, a freshman and sophomore, you yeah. know, and and uh, I mean there were a few old faces, but uh, yeah, man, I'm like God. It's like every it, it, it's uh, time is just marching on. Yeah, and um, you know, at one time, man, a lot of these people these, these are the people I hung out with, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. now now I don't even I don't even know their names. Yeah, like you know, much like Hollywood, they don't know their names either. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, man. So um, not a whole lot up with me. Mm-hmm. Um, Danya's actual birthday passed because you know her birthday party was last week. Was the last week, mm-hmm. and then on, uh, which we had on the third, and then her actual her actual birthday is the eighth. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, funny thing, mm-hmm. all these people who were highly offended and so upset that they didn't get invited to her birthday party, mm-hmm. you know, another year. Another birthday for Danya came and went, and not one phone call from these people. Really? No, and and they know the actual birth date. Never, never. They, <clears throat> whether they knew the actual date or not, mm-hmm. 
they knew her birthday came because they were very upset that they, that they didn't get invited to the present. So they didn't the even, party. So they didn't even call last week. No, they didn't send a a, a card, no. or a letter, no email, no carrier uh, pigeon, in, Instagram, smoke no. signal, no Facebook, nothing, <laughs> no shout out, nothing. Wow, they didn't throw a rock through the window. Mm, no, they I guess they were too busy being uh, full of. Uh, Hypocritical, hip, hip, hypocritical rage, hypocritical indignation <laughs> <laughs> about not being invited to her her seven year old build a bear party. Wow! But yeah, I, I, I went on Facebook too, and I was like, yeah, it's interesting. You know, mm-hmm. you're so pissed off and so hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, but yet you never. And oh, guess what the response was? The response was, oh wow, it's like you don't want us to be a part of little Danya's life. <laughs> Every year, my brother and sister, they text me a few days before their kid's birthday and mm-hmm. remind me. And mm-hmm. I do the same mm-hmm. to them with Angelo. Mm-hmm. And I never get that from you. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So it's my fault mm-hmm. that even though you knew it was her birthday, right. that you decided to pick up a fucking phone and call her. Right, right, right. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, you, you, what the fuck? And you know it's around this time, so even if even if you don't have the exact day, you can send a card. Um, I mean, you know the address. Um, yeah, yeah. Or when you saw the pictures of the party that you didn't get invited to, instead of getting all pissed off, you could have called and told her happy birthday. Exactly. Exactly. Instead of talking, bitching about how you never get to come, mm-hmm. but yet you never call her. Yeah. <laughs> or if you called once in a while... Maybe you'd know. Maybe you'd know that was her birthday. Or if you act like you really gave, gave a good goddamn about her, then you, maybe you would be invited to the party. Mm-hmm. Be like grandma. Exactly. That's why granny gets invited, because granny would like literally not be able to breathe if she couldn't go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it's like a parent. Yeah. Yeah. A but grandparent. I'm, you know, I mean, I get it. It's only your cousin and all that. Mm-hmm. You know? So, so, don't, so don't get all, you know... Uh, uppity when you mm-hmm. don't get invited to the party when you don't even make an effort to connect like mm-hmm. never yeah you know yeah. so I I don't that's so f- bunch of bullshit mm-hmm. but uh yeah so anyway <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh no <laughs> the politics of children of course people just I don't know people don't can't see their own shit you know and can't just admit. Oh yeah, you know, you know what? You're right. You got a point. I, mm-hmm. I probably, sh- you know, whatever. I could have called. No, nah, no. Nah. Oh, you don't. Call- you never give me a heads up. Yeah, yeah. People, people gotta have <laughs> excuses, man. I, it's you know, I, I, I stop looking for excuses, man. It's like you know, people. people yeah, you don't. People you don't do- need to look for them because <laughs> they all over the fucking place. Can't get away from them. <laughs> yeah, people do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And that's. Uh, that's the way it is. That is true. That's the way it was. That's the way it was. <laughs> hey, you know, I just got an idea. What's that? We should we should call Charlie Bell while she's in uh, <laughs> New York. And fuck with her. And see, see if she, she probably won't even answer the phone because, of course, she doesn't recognize the number from the show. She's not going to recognize the number, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call her and see if she'll answer. She must be ain't home. 
that's an old uh that's an old uh I think it's I think it's a Fat Boy song. I I, I don't uh, or she, Prince Marky D. She must be ain't home. Yeah. Uh it's it's uh it was a part of a song mm-hmm. where the, the 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 song slows down and he's mm-hmm. calling his girl, you hear the phone mm-hmm. ringing and he he goes, Damn, she must be ain't home. <laughs> That sounds like something Stymie would say. She must not be. A, she must not. Well, you know the line. Oh boy. Yeah, I didn't think she'd answer. Yeah. Anyway, who needs women? Let's get into these topics. News and noteworthy. The shiznit. Hey, Weezy, do you have any idea what Wednesday the 7th was? Wednesday the 7th, Wednesday the 7th, Wednesday the 7th. The end of the world? Well, uh, according to this one group, it was supposed to be the end of the world. And I missed it. And, uh, yeah. Damn, that didn't happen. I always miss the end of the world. You know, I missed the end of the world in 2012 as well. <laughs> and 2000. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. What was it? What was that? That, was, that had a name in 2000. Y2K. Oh, that's right. Y2K. Y2K. Yeah. God, I missed that one, too. Yeah. It, you know, I'm, I'm actually offended that I missed the end of the world. <laughs> the end of the world, usually, you know, my friends, they get text when the end of the world is coming. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't get a text. I don't get a phone call. No one no one reminds me that it's the end of the world. <laughs> it, it's, 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 it's just thoughtless, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's very unfair. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like you don't want to be a part of the end of the world's life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I, 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 I would love to go to the end of the world's funeral, um, but uh, you know, I, I guess the way I look at it is like with the end of the world, you only you only have to be uh, uh, you only have to be right once. About the, <laughs> <laughs> about the, yeah, but they don't seem to be able to get it right. They yeah. they uh, they said that they're uh, going back to the scriptures and they're going mm-hmm. to uh, come back with a, mm-hmm. a revised date. Yeah, well, that, that's a uh, that's a good idea. <laughs> Basically, if you're right about the end of the world, who do you tell? <laughs> I mean, who who can you who can you brag to? It's like, yeah. I mean, anything else like like uh, like you can you can, I saw the Kennedy assassination coming. You can brag about that, right? Right. Or you could you know say that uh, I I prophesied uh, I prophesied the election of Barack Obama. You can you can okay you can you can say that you can you can you can you can crow about that. But the end of the world, I mean. You can't get into the National Enquirer if the world ends. Yeah, it's kind of a lose-lose situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty much, because if you're wrong, mm-hmm. then we're all still here to know that you're wrong. Yeah. And if you're right, then it really doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody gives a damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. There's this one little girl, a little 12-year-old. She probably wished that the end of the world would come. What? She's, what? she's, uh, she's got She suddenly started sneezing one day mm-hmm. after... Uh, uh, after music practice and mm-hmm. just has not been able to stop. She's been to four doctors already. Wow. And uh yeah, we we actually have a clip of it. It's it's you feel bad for the the poor little thing. Mm-hmm. But uh here here it is right here. I thought it was like, oh, I'm allergic to something. I didn't wash out my mouthpiece the right way. I just started like in little spurts. Like I just, you know, start sneezing. <laughs> 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 
You must be exhausted. <laughs> you have no idea. I just, I'm constantly in pain with, you know, my abdomen and my legs are hurting because I've been weak and I can't, I can barely eat. Sometimes I wish that I could leave my body for a little while so that way I can just watch myself sleep and be at peace. Because even in my dreams I sleep, I, I sneeze. Wow. Yeah. That, that was a cool beatbox thing she did. Right? <laughs> I was like, man, I wish I could freestyle, man. I was like, put something over that, man. That, that That's a cool sound effect. That's crazy. It's, you know what, dude? When I first read this story, before I listened to the audio, mm-hmm. I knew that it was going to be some kind of weird little sneeze like that mm-hmm. and not a regular sneeze. Yeah, yeah. Because every time somebody has some kind of like a sneeze condition or something mm-hmm. like that, it's always the little... That little weird, the little, little, strange, little, little wimpy sneeze. Yeah, that little chirpy type, you yeah. know. It's never a hot chew type sneeze, mm-hmm. you know. Could you imagine her going, hot chew, hot chew, hot chew? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, <laughs> that sounds like a kung fu sound of hot chew. Yeah, I think maybe if she did a full sneeze, then maybe mm. she wouldn't sneeze as many times. Yeah. So, yeah, so she's, she's, just, uh, she's just an awkward sneezer. Yeah, I so, mean, that doesn't help. That would have been a cool Seinfeld episode, you know, uh, sneezy girl, you know, sneezy, sneezy woman, you know, uh, yeah, she's sneezy, yeah, yeah, you know, like a like a dwarf, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what else? Where's Happy and Grumpy? Right, and Dopey. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. It was a Happy, Sneezy, Dopey. Doc, Doc, yeah. Gr- uh, uh, I think there's a, a Grumpy. There's yeah, there was Grumpy. Grumpy, yeah. Uh, and then there were two other dwarfs. Um, but uh, I, th- I think I think uh, the Disney dwarfs were the first dwarfs to be named. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I guess now it's Snow White and the Seven Little People. Because isn't it? Isn't that a uh, no? Dwarf is still okay. The dwarf is still okay. It's still okay. They 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 like little people, but dwarf is still acceptable. Yeah. Just midget is not acceptable. Yeah, I I, I had seen an article about a, a Broadway play where they were they changed the name to Snow White and the Seven Little People. Yeah, which is crazy because there's actually a a a a, a distinguishing a dis, um. A difference. There's a, There's a difference in characteristic, right? There. I mean, dwarfs and midgets are not the same, mm-hmm. you know. And they've pretty much done away with the word midget because mm-hmm. they decided it was derogatory. Yeah. Which, like, uh, I think we. I had this. This is a conversation I had when I was on the Pennyman Doctrine. Mm-hmm. Uh, just you know, we we take words that people use them in a derogatory manner, mm-hmm. and then they decide that the word is then is now derogatory, and mm-hmm. they change it. Mm-hmm. And that's not correct. And mm-hmm. the thing is that that's what people do. So mm-hmm. whatever you change it to, eventually there'll be a new derogatory word. Right. You know, after enough time goes by. So what are you going to do? Just every, you know, every hundred years you're going to change change the word to stuff because yeah. it becomes, you know, derogatory. That's ridiculous. <laughs> you have to recycle the word. Because I think, I think you can say retarded again. Um, really? I, I I think so, I, I, but I think you have to be very specific. I I, mm. I, I don't think you, you can't say retard. Or you can't say tard. Yeah. But I, I think you can. I think you can refer to someone with a. I I could be wrong. 
And you can't be a stand-up comedian and say uh, retarded. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put money on that. Yeah. <laughs> say retarded. Are well, you saying I'm retarded? <laughs> Pretty much. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, I can say I can say anything. <laughs> I hate you, Dino Red. <laughs> Speaking of which, there's this crazy chick in uh, <laughs> who um, she has a what a. a, a Disease that's called uh, BIID. BIID? Yeah, it's uh, body. Uh, basically, it's like body dysmorphic. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget exactly what it, what it stands for. Mm-hmm. But um, she blinded herself with the help of her psychologist. <laughs> because she always wanted to be blind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She felt like she, you know. Um, the, another word that they call in these people are transabled. <laughs> there are people who really feel like they're supposed to be disabled and should mm-hmm. be disabled mm-hmm. and go to great lengths to injure themselves, mm-hmm. even as far as like lying on train tracks mm-hmm. and, you know, jumping out of uh, jumping from high places mm-hmm. and all kinds of things, depending mm-hmm. upon mm-hmm. what what their uh, desired mm-hmm. dis- disablement is. Yeah. Shoot me in the spine. It's crazy, man. Um I, I what I don't get I understand her being you know mentally you know uh, out there mm-hmm. and feeling like she you know she wants to be blind mm-hmm. I, I get that mm-hmm. what I don't get is the psychologist helping out that that you, seems you, like like that should be illegal yeah it, pro- it probably is that's probably why they didn't name him in the article hmm. you know that you know because from what I from what I read in the articles it said she went to several uh, psychologists before she found one that was willing to to do something. Found one that was as crazy as she is. <laughs> he, he was like, uh, "Okay, uh, it probably it probably Thomas Dolby. You remember that song? He, she blind he blind she blinded I mean, me with science. science. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what psychologist Tommy Thomas Dolby. He goes around blinding women with science or Drano. Drano in this case, <laughs> yeah, he used uh, just a drop in each eye, mm-hmm. and then she was pissed off that it wasn't instantaneous she actually had to lose her her sight gradually over a few months yeah uh, well you know when, when you've been blind all your life sometimes you, i mean when you haven't been blind all your life sometimes you're just not patient yeah um but uh, now she's she's blind and happy as a lark yeah <laughs> i just i just hope she's not getting any uh, kind of government aid or disability yeah or any kind of you know uh, things that go to blind people because even though she's blind she caused you know she caused it herself she she actually needs to be locked up well she probably is getting uh, disability because she's insane yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that's probably the disability she's getting man that's uh, it's crazy well yeah uh, you know I, I heard of a guy um he was a a, a world-class athlete uh he uh, won a olympic gold medalist um Olympic gold medal. He was married to a very attractive woman, and he decided he didn't want his uh, balls, uh, his balls, and his dick anymore. And um, uh, he wanted us to call him Caitlin. <laughs> and uh, he he didn't have that much trouble finding a doctor who would uh, who would change his uh, take care of his uh, his uh, annoying appendage. Yeah, I know that this is probably not a a, a popular. Uh theory in mm-hmm. that community in mm-hmm. the transgender community mm-hmm. but i don't see how we can bring this up without kind of talking about that like mm-hmm. if if like what's the difference you know what i mean yeah between a, a transabled person and a transgendered person mm-hmm. uh someone feeling like they should 
be blind or they should, should have be crippled been, or, or they should be crippled. Yeah, yeah. Or they should be the sex that they're, that they weren't born. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it, uh, well, that was the first thing I thought of when I, when I saw this, um, when I saw this article, it, to me, it doesn't seem any different. Um, you know, basically, you know, having, having your, uh, your, your, uh, your, your gonads removed or, uh, or having your breasts, uh, remove or having your secondary sexual characteristics removed, to me, is no different than you know chopping off your legs or, or uh, blinding blinding yourself. Um, it's you know it's self mutilation because you believe you're not uh, that nature erred, um, right? And um, you know uh, it's too bad there's not someone here with a different opinion so we could argue for about half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did a story uh, a while back mm-hmm. about. These guys who I can't remember the name of them, mm-hmm. but they 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 don't like having their penis. Um, oh, I remember that one guy we talked about. Right, it's it's a kind of a different thing because mm-hmm. it's not like they they weren't born like thinking that they they shouldn't have a penis or that mm-hmm. they should be women. Mm-hmm. They're okay with being guys. Mm-hmm. Um, they all happen to be uh, uh, gay gay men, mm-hmm. and. Um, for whatever reason, they they just they don't like having a penis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How, how can you not like having a penis? I can understand not liking somebody else's. Yeah, but how yeah, do you not? Yeah, like- <laughs> yeah that, that that one I totally get. <laughs> but like, how do you not like your own? <laughs> I mean, that's. Uh, I mean, God, I, I I I give I give my penis love every day. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like it's like okay, I, I don't. I'm not crazy about other people's kids, <laughs> but but my kid, you love my kid is great. Yeah, <laughs> fuck all them other kids out there. But my kid, yeah. I love my kid. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think it goes hand in hand because you use the penis to create the kid. Yeah. So you know, you like your penis, you like your kid, right? That, that's uh, <laughs> I, that's uh, that's a scientific fact. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So these these guys, they go and um, um, the the ones who. Uh, well, some of them choose to do it the more medic, you know, medic, uh, med- medically. They, mm-hmm. they they go and they have to go to counseling mm-hmm. and they do all this stuff and it mm-hmm. takes years and then mm-hmm. it's fi- it's finally uh, medically removed. Mm-hmm. Uh, some some people don't want to go through all that. Just kind of like the uh, mm-hmm. the lady with the uh, the Drano. Mm-hmm. And of course, she she they always recommend that. Oh, uh, nobody, you shouldn't do what I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, just do what I say. Don't do what I do. <laughs> but uh, don't 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 worry. <laughs> But yeah, some of these guys they um, they mutilate themselves. They cut mm-hmm. it off themselves. Oh God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that. Oh, yeah. I mean, that used to be a punishment. Uh, you know, having yeah. having, uh, having your, your your balls removed. Mm-hmm. I, I guess it still is for the overwhelming majority <laughs> right. of men out there who like their penises, yeah. or at least are just friends with their penis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that nine, that pesky ninety nine point nine 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 percent. Do you think when this guy shows up at the doctor, the doctor goes, "Wow." You really want your penis removed? I wow. <laughs> the, the doctor can't stop saying wow. I have, a, I have a feeling it's only women surgeons that do this yeah. procedure. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's 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 the way I felt about a, a sexual reassignment surgery. I felt like can a man really do that surgery without like cringing every time he makes an incision? Yeah, it's like. <sighs> well, while while we're kind of on the subject, mm-hmm. uh, tangentially related, anyway. Mm-hmm. I've been wondering about this, and it's not, uh, 
I, I know it's not politically correct to mm-hmm. say out loud, mm-hmm. but I've been wondering, and, I, and I'm just wondering why someone who who feels that they're transgendered. Let's take Caitlyn Gender, mm-hmm. uh, Caitlyn mm-hmm. Jenner. <laughs> uh, shout out to Be Honest and No Nonsense Show. That's what they uh, have nicknamed her, uh, Caitlyn Gender. Uh, I was going to give a shout out to the Freudian slips. <laughs> um, why would why would they stop at? Because I, I, from what I understand, many uh, transgen- transgenders uh, choose not to have the the opposite. They choose yeah. not to have. Mm-hmm. The, the penis mm-hmm. and testicles removed. They just have the... Uh, they just have... They, they take the female hormones mm-hmm. and they, they, they grow the breasts mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah. But they leave the, 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 the penis uh, and testicles intact. And I'm just wondering, like, that kind of defeats the whole purpose, right? I mean, it's, it, I, I don't understand that going almost all the way, but mm-hmm. not quite. Yeah. And I can understand it if, like, <clears throat> because it's so irreversible mm-hmm. that... They make you wait longer. Mm-hmm. I get all that, yeah. but from what I understand, there's a, a, a significant percentage of them who choose not to, just choose not to go all the way. Yeah. And uh, there, there's rumors because uh, I don't know if it's true or not mm-hmm. that that Caitlyn uh, is one of them. Mm-hmm. And I wish I could find someone. That, you know, oh, that's rude. You're not supposed mm-hmm. to ask about. Mm-hmm. But I would like to know. Yeah. I would like to know what the thinking is behind that and what the, I'm just I'm curious I don't get it so I would like mm-hmm. it explained to me like why if you are a woman why would you still want you know I, I guess I guess ultimately uh, most guys like their dick <laughs> no, no, no matter what the situation that shows you how weird those other guys are that don't like their dicks even men who want to be women still want, want their, their dicks, dicks. <laughs> they want to have their dicks and eat them too exactly <laughs> you have figured out the lesson yourself grasshopper <laughs> no one ever told Caitlin she can't have her dick and eat it too <laughs> I, I, I guess, you know, a lot of guys become attached to their dicks. Or their dicks become attached to them. I guess that's how it works. <laughs> I don't know. Man. I just, I don't get it. All right. So, <laughs> we're, we're going to have to get a drop from Mickey D's. Because it seems like every other show, for a while, Mickey D's has, has uh, made, made it onto the, uh, onto the show. And uh, here, here they are again. Uh, this time though, it's it's not a it's not a, a bad thing. It's mm-hmm. a Mickey D's is serving breakfast all day. All right, so so get up and get you can, away you to can, McDonald's. Yeah, so you don't have to get up, you know, and get in get, get to McDonald's before ten. Mm-hmm. You can sleep in at noon, one o'clock, and then go get your uh, your egg mc cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, my egg McCann. I love their egg McCancer, dude. I, 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 but seriously though, uh, at the McDonald's, their breakfasts are are really, uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, they're better than their uh, than their um, their lunches. Uh, yeah, most people, and I'm one of them, who will who diss McDonald's and talk about their their food is crap and whatever. Everybody knows I give McDonald's a hard time, but when it comes to their breakfast mm-hmm. and in, in the fast food, their that that whole category or that league or genre, mm-hmm. what, however you want to categorize, it, mm-hmm. yeah, they're, they're second to none. Yeah, there's nobody who can come close to as much as uh, Jack has all their little croissant things and this and that, whatever. They just, I don't know, it's just mm-hmm. McDonald's. They they're the best. 
Yeah, that's with the breakfast. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, sometimes when uh, when I'm when I'm running late, because I, I, I for those of you who don't know, I live in the valley, which is about uh, about thirty minutes, uh, uh, twenty five to thirty miles from from here, um, <clears throat> uh, from Red Rock. And sometimes, man, I don't have time to make uh, breakfast uh, when I'm coming down here, and I just I head mm-hmm. over to Mickey D's and have a, a, a I like the egg white uh, the egg white McMuffins. Mm-hmm. And man, it's 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 filling, and uh, you know, get that and some orange juice and a and a and a, a fried uh, <laughs> a fried uh, uh, hash brown. Yeah, and uh, it's 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 uh, satisfying. Yeah, yeah, and really. cheap. <laughs> yeah, and cheap. Yeah. Yeah, and cheap. So, so you know, I guess because Mickey D's has had so much bad publicity lately mm-hmm. that there's this one manager who kind of. Kind of jumped the gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the local news here in, uh, on Channel Five was down there covering the story about how they're starting to serve breakfast all day, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't think the manager knew what was going on. I think because, you know, like I said, they've been in the press so much ne- for for negative stuff. Mm-hmm. I think she just kind of assumed that uh, they were there doing a uh, you know another negative story. Mm-hmm. And she put a kibosh to the mm-hmm. right in the middle of the story. So I, I have it here. So check this out. It's fascinating. Come walk on through. It's so fine. It's fine. I don't want to hold you back from breakfast. Do you like the McGriddle? I do. I always get that one. Are you excited about the McGriddle being being Served done? Yeah. Um, yeah, I might get it at 4 o'clock. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're being pushed off by the McDonald's. Oh, all right. There's McDonald's controversy going on here. Please go along. I've, I've been shamed outside of the McDonald's. Oh, was, was he in the witness protection program? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This woman says we can't, we can't shoot in here. Oh. All right. All right. We're going out. Private property. Do they know they're our sponsor? We're coming out. <laughs> wow, good I've job, been, McDonald's. This is the first I've been kicked out of McDonald's. All right, no I've more stories on McDonald's. Oh, um, oh no. Wow. Well, you can look in the I background. Got, you can go. Yeah. At least I got a McGriddle. Is IHOP serving I anything? I didn't say. I didn't want to say it, but you did. There's IHOP. <laughs> <laughs> Over to IHOP and give them some free publicity all day long. It was- <laughs> so for you guys who couldn't see, there, uh, the the reporter was holding a tray full of uh, McDonald's breakfast items, and while she was uh, interviewing a, a customer and talking about the you know the breakfast being served all day, a manager came over and stuck her hand in front of the uh, the, camera. the camera and told them that they had to go mm-hmm. and uh, was hiding her face the whole time. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so I was like, okay, so. Um, <laughs> What were you going to say? No, I was just going to say she probably had no idea what was going on. It, it, yeah, they they after that mm-hmm. uh, McDonald's released the statement. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the okay uh, KTLA Channel Five new, Morning News. The following statement was released to KTLA on Tuesday. McDonald's care cares deeply about being a good partner to the communities we serve and to members of the media. During a busy and exciting morning. uh, launching all-day breakfast, a restaurant manager was surprised at an unexpected but appreciated live segment recording and unfortunately reacted in a manner not reflective of McDonald's appreciation of the ongoing support from our friends and partners at KTLA. (laughs) Yeah. They probably probably have a standard. No filming in in McDonald's... uh, when you dissing us, yeah, policy, <laughs> exactly. But when you coming in to give us free publicity about our, you know, let us know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then we will welcome you with open arms and even give you free breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Shoot, hey, you know what? We should we should take a camera into McDonald's and get us some free breakfast. Hell yeah, we should. <laughs> we really should though. Start. You know, I've been like trying to um, start getting us some press passes and different mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, we should. We should. Because um, we are considered media. So <laughs> let's, uh, let's do that. Shit. Um, you deserve a break today. <laughs> Family Feud is the raunchiest show on TV, they say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it has got. I have to say that I noticed because. Um, I used to watch it with my family because mm. Don Don, she, mm. Danya, she really liked uh, Family Feud. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a good fun family show for us all to watch and mm-hmm. it was something that you know i like the fact that you know it uh it challenged her and she mm-hmm. could, you know could think and whatever mm-hmm. she could play along mm-hmm. and um i noticed it just started getting racier and racier yeah yeah and finally got to the point where it's like not only every show but every, every uh, almost every single question yeah was either it, it, it was either obviously uh, uh sexual or at least a double entendre, mm-hmm. or at the very, very least, uh, pretty risque. Yeah. So I kind of, kind of faded away from that yeah. and uh, stopped watching it just because it was just too much sex going on for uh, a, a five-year-old yeah. at the time. Well, it it, it kind of reminds me. It's turned into the match game, um, mm-hmm. except you know you can say more now because uh, the match game they had a lot of uh, double entendres. Uh huh. And uh, people knew. I mean, kids can still watch, could still watch it because they didn't know what the joke was. Right. But uh, they're you know, they're pretty explicit yeah. on, on on Family Feud. Yeah. You know, they say penis and mm-hmm. all kind of stuff like that. And, yeah. But or, uh, <laughs> yeah, the Newlywed Game. They were also notorious for a lot of double entendres back. Yeah, in the day. yeah, they were. But at least that was geared towards uh, adults, adults, and yeah. it wasn't called Family <laughs> Family <laughs> a fa- a, a Family Wed Game or yeah, something like yeah. that. Or, <laughs> You know, so yeah, okay. Here, here's a couple uh, examples of uh, what we're talking about. We're gonna play a few. Let's see here. Steve, tell me the last thing you stuck your finger in. <laughs> My wife, Steve. Good answer. Good answer. Yeah, they said that too. Yeah, including his wife. Yeah, answer. good answer. <laughs> Okay, so let's see. Here's another example. Larry, talk to 100 men. Name the first part of a woman you touched to get her in the mood. Let's quit playing, Larry. Let's play. Uh, that would be the lower front or the vagina. <laughs> uh, that would be yeah. the lower front or the, v- v- the vagina monologues. <laughs> that, that would be the feet. You know, <laughs> that would be the feet, Steve. <laughs> and this woman right here looks like she's 12. And she's the pastor's wife. Folks, here we go. We got the top seven answers on the board. Name something you put in your mouth but don't swallow. No, oh, Jesus. Amanda. Gum? Gum. Oh, gum. <laughs> We're going to play, Steve. They don't play. Megan, tell me something you put in your mouth but you don't swallow. (laughs) (laughs) Steve took one look at her face and walked away. To somebody and saw the look on their face, and you just know. I walked up to her and I went, "Whoa!" I mean, man. 
You talk about the cat that ate the canary, <laughs> so to speak. Megan, <laughs> I'm going to ask you a question. I-, I want you to think about the show and all the years it's aired. How many families have enjoyed this wonderful form of Christian entertainment? <laughs> So find a way to give me your answer <laughs> and keep it where we can all be working when you're done. <laughs> well, I'm a pastor's wife, but um, I will say this out loud. They're sperm. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> so anyway. so uh, was it on there? <laughs> well, okay, I guess since you want to know, I guess everybody else wants to know. So that makes it all right. <laughs> it doesn't matter that I'm a pastor's wife. Ticket to hell is worth $20,000. <laughs> you know, it's up there, Steve. No, I don't know a damn thing. <laughs> what you ain't going to do is drag me into your little nasty world. <laughs> I don't know nothing is up there. Oh, Steve, you know what's up there. Oh, hell, I know what's up there. <laughs> oh. I have kids. <laughs> now, I guess that means his wife swallowed. <laughs> he didn't even say he just pointed. Yes, yes, yes. Now he's dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It ain't up there, yeah. Now, it ain't up there, yeah. Hey, it ain't up there, yes. Yes, we can all still probably go to heaven. And what you get for saying it? We're going to stay on the air. Family feud, 20 more years. Best thing about this is uh, he always acts like he's surprised. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when they say something that the producers put him up to saying. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. I mean, he does it well. Yeah. I, I got to give him that. Well, the thing is, I don't have a problem with any of it, mm-hmm. with the exception that it's it's family. It's, it's right. It's supposed to be a family show. Yeah, yeah. And it's no longer a family show, so yeah. they have two choices. They can either change the name of it, mm-hmm. or they can tone it back down, mm-hmm. or even or they want to leave the na- name of it but put it on later at night. Yeah, something. Mm-hmm. But they can't, you know, keep bringing this on at at, at seven o'clock. <laughs> in the evening, calling the family feud. Bring back innuendo. You know? <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, that, that's my only issue with yeah. it. It's just, it's uh, it's misleading now. But, you know, it, it doesn't take long for people to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't take me, because like I said, it's, 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 it's not, it's not uh, like this is few and far in between. That's mm. pretty much the whole show now. Yeah, yeah. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, that's was it. Was it? Was it like? I mean, uh, since Steve Harvey has hosted the show, has it? Has it just become raunchier? Or, or, uh, or I mean, was it like uh, occasionally somebody would say something, but now it seems like every time there's a question up, someone says something that's uh, okay. I'm not sure of the question. Uh, okay. When Steve Harvey started hosting the show, right, uh, were they going for the sex jokes originally, or was that something that, or were the sex jokes something that evolved over time? 
it evolved over time, but okay. I think people are associating it with Steve Harvey because mm-hmm. that's when it like it definitely kicked up a notch mm-hmm. in, during his tenure. Mm-hmm. But you know, I don't think it's fair to assign him blame because just like mm-hmm. he doesn't know the answers, he mm-hmm. doesn't you know he doesn't write the questions either. Yeah. So uh, I, I guess I was using Steve Harvey as a time frame. Well, no, I mean, no. Uh, there's yeah. been articles and stuff, and mm-hmm. people, you know, kind of. I think he's taking a little bit of a hit, not mm-hmm. not a big hit, mm-hmm. but he's taking a little bit of hit, a mm-hmm. hit of a hit for it because, mm-hmm. like I said, it's mm-hmm. it, it has happened during his time frame, mm-hmm. so people are blaming him. Mm-hmm. But I don't really think it's his fault. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not his show. He you know he doesn't produce. It's, it's his job. Yeah, you know, so. But uh, yeah, it 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 got noticeably uh, raunchier mm-hmm. during his tenure. Mm-hmm. But it started before that. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Well. <laughs> oh, yo, our friend Matt Barnes is uh, back in the news again. <laughs> that's, that's my homie. Matt Barnes and Mickey D's is on the show yeah. every other week. <laughs> Maddie B. Maddie B. And Mickey D. So Matt Barnes drove 95 miles to beat the shit out of Derek Fisher. Yeah. Oh. And, uh, Matt Barnes is a black? What the <laughs> hell was that? <laughs> so, since we talk about Matt Barnes so much on the show, uh-huh. I had to go ahead and dig up his, his drops. Oh, he, okay. he actually has his own drop. Oh, okay. That was uh, actually that was Charlie Bell, the very first. Well, no, actually, that wasn't Charlie Bell. That was uh, the, the first. That was Amber. Mm. On the very first episode of uh, the Shiznit mm, okay. uh, show, talking about uh, uh, this guy that she was going out with, this white dude that mm. she was going out with who didn't mm. know that uh, Matt Barnes was black. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I said he mm. sounded like Big, Big Bird. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like she was, you know, uh, saying, Matt Barnes isn't black. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is what uh, he yelled throughout Staples Center at a game. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so Matt Barnes is uh, recently he's, he's going through a divorce mm-hmm. with his uh, beautiful uh, basketball wife of mm-hmm. L.A. Mm-hmm. and uh, her and D. Fish, who is also um, Derek Fisher, our own uh, D. Fish, who is now uh, coach of the Knicks, mm-hmm. is also going through a divorce with his wife, mm-hmm. and um, so they they've been dating for a couple of months now, mm-hmm. is, is what uh, the word is on the street. Mm-hmm. And uh, Matt Barnes says his his twins, his twin boys, mm-hmm. called and uh, snitched 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 on uh, D Fish, and said uh, D Fish is is in the house, Daddy. Yep. <laughs> and Matt Barnes left training camp and drove ninety five miles. <laughs> well, 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 that part that part's not true. That part's not true. He wasn't in training camp. Uh, no, they uh, the they had they had. Uh, uh, training camp had ended for the uh, for the uh, for the Grizzlies, and he was he said he was in uh, Malibu when he got the call from his twins. Oh, so he didn't drive ninety five miles. No, he said it was he said it was like fifteen minutes away. He said he he, he was quite clear that he did not. <laughs> and I think Ramona Shelbourne uh, reported that he did not drive ninety five miles. Well, okay, uh, to beat the shit out of Derek Fisher. Okay, he only yeah. drove like twenty miles to beat the shit out of Derek uh, Fisher. Fifteen minutes away, so that maybe ten miles. <laughs> <laughs> he might have run over there. Ten miles is not fifteen minutes. This is more like he drove like twenty five. Well, miles. if there's no traffic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Twenty five miles. That's what he drove. I'm saying he drove about twenty five miles. 
to beat oh. the shit out of Derek Fisher. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So he, you know, he he goes uh, there. There's uh, he shows up at the house, um, mm. and in the backyard, D Fish is there along with uh, about ten other people or so, mm. and they're having a bonfire and just mm. having this little get together, having mm. the gay old time. Mm-hmm. And uh, they say Matt Barnes approached him, and they don't go into great details, but um, they say uh, that Matt Barnes um, texted uh, texted his buddy that he beat Derek Fisher's ass from the backyard all the way to the front mm-hmm. and some other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, some friends of D. Fish says that uh, there there was an altercation, but it wasn't as one-sided as Matt, as Matt Barnes uh, made it it's out to sound, be. Yeah. And uh, sounds like D. Fish came out pretty good in the fight because uh, they said he didn't have any visible, you know, he didn't come out any worse for wear. Mm-hmm. And uh, Matt Barnes has him by about six or seven inches and about 35 pounds. Mm-hmm. And uh, there wasn't really much but a few scratches on D. Fish. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> it, yeah. So, anyway. Um, uh, D Fish says he's not going to press charges and that he's just going to, you know, deal with it personally. Mm-hmm. And um, that is that is pretty much it. Yeah. Um, well, well, Matt Barnes's side of the story is that uh, when his his twins called his little bitch ass twins, one of his, one of his one of his twins, he should have told him, <laughs> "Hey, hey, little little twins, <laughs> snitches get stitches." <laughs> You little bitches. <laughs> well, I, I, I guess Matt Barnes was intent on uh, fishes getting stitches. <laughs> um, he said that his uh, one of them, uh, when he was Skyping with him, uh, looked uh, like something was wrong. And that's why he rushed over there to, uh, to uh, check out the welfare of his. Uh, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he also pointed out that at one time he and Derek Fisher were friends, but I, I guess that friendship is over. <laughs> yeah, they, they were coworkers. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if I buy this friend thing. Yeah, they were, they were coworkers. If, if they were friends, and you're not friends now, then what happened? But I mean, I don't know. I, I just, I just don't think that anybody that you ever work with, that person's mm-hmm. exes are off limit. That's mm-hmm. some bullshit and. Mm-hmm. Nigga, you don't own the pussy, so you mm-hmm. need to get over it. <laughs> and she can pretty much give it to whoever she wants to. Yeah. And uh I mean, like I can see if it was Kobe. <laughs> you know, if fish being mad, if it was Kobe. I get that cuz they they well, That's they, what happened with Carl Malone. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you know, uh cuz him and Kobe really, you know, if you're really friends, but just cuz you played on the same team, I mean, come on now. Yeah. That's that's, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, you know that you know that that uh, that's what happened with Carl Malone and Kobe. That how their relationship soured, right? That uh, I know that uh, yeah, the, uh, uh, Carl Malone supposedly hit, hit on, on hit on Vanessa, on, yeah, yeah, and so yeah, so that 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 would and that's a, that's a, a, a different scenario too. Mm-hmm. Whether they're friends or not, mm-hmm. that that's well, that's of, wrong. Yeah, that's out of order. They're yeah. they're they're they were married mm-hmm. and your teammates. Mm-hmm. And you know you're hitting on the dude's wife. That's that's different than yeah. people who are uh, actively going through a divorce and living in different residents and living 
lives as single people. Yeah, that's that's totally different. Yeah, it's be it's beautiful athletes and and their relationships, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that was like one of the first things uh, when first time we knew that Dennis Rodman was insane. Um, uh, Vinny Johnson, uh, his teammate, uh, mm-hmm. slept with uh, uh, slept with his. I don't know if it was his wife or his ex wife. So but, wait, wait, wait. Vinny Johnson slept yeah. with Vin- uh, Dennis Rodman's uh, Dennis Rodman's wife or or ex wife. I, I don't I don't remember the details. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I think Dennis Rodman was sitting outside of the uh, the with the stadium in, in Detroit with a gun, uh, crying. And uh, he was it was like it basically was the first time he had a, a public a public breakdown uh, meltdown. Yeah. yeah. Um, and of course there was uh, there was a dude that slept with uh, LeBron's mom. Um, <laughs> his teammate that uh, <laughs> I guess his figure well, she ain't that much older than us. <laughs> Why well, as well see Delante West. Yeah, it'd be cool. It was like he was like, man, I just want to see what kind of baby I would make. I'm a professional basketball player. I could make the the, the next great basketball player. I still maintain that that is the only couple where I looked at that couple mm-hmm. and thought, huh. They both could do better. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get that every day. You know you don't. You don't. <laughs> I mean, you're Delonte West in the NBA. You could do better. You're LeBron James' mom. <laughs> you could do, do better. <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with both of y'all? <laughs> She's like, that's the story of my life. I can do better. <laughs> Both slumming, slum dogging it. <laughs> oh, oh man! man. But in other relationship news, <laughs> this man, fifty-three, calls nine one one to complain that his girl will not have sex with him. Mm. Literally, he told the nine one one operator that she wasn't wouldn't give him any ass. Oh well. Uh, I, I, um. Well, now was was he married? He was not. That was uh, just she was just his girlfriend. Oh well, you know if you're not married, you you can't call the police and make them make make your girlfriend give you ass. See, but I think I think you should be able to. I well, I, I only think that that I th- only think that y- you have to have a license uh, to because the license means you own the pussy. Well, all I know is they're making this dude out to be some sort of Neanderthal. <laughs> Misogynist, section, sexist type dude. Oh, now why would they do that? Nay, I call this man hero. <laughs> he is a motherfucking trailblazer. <laughs> this nigga like Lewis and Clark. <laughs> I mean, give it up for all mankind. I this man hero. Hero. She said she's not in the mood. She better get in the mood. That's right. Because he could have took it. He could have <laughs> took it. He didn't take it. Yeah. He called the police. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, this is mine. <laughs> and I want some of it. She need to break me off. Now, now see, without a license, though, he, he he can't legally say it's his. Fuck a license. <laughs> they got. Uh, well, that, that was the whole reason behind the whole gay marriage thing. Nah, People wanted a license for want, the ass. I don't want to hear it because they got palimony and all this other shit mm-hmm. that women can get paid mm-hmm. even though they don't have a license. Mm-hmm. If they can get paid without a license, he can get ass without well, a license. license. Mm-hmm. That's palimony ass. <laughs> and you know, they're always talking about. 
a lifestyle that she's accustomed to. Mm-hmm. She's used to cu- accustomed to having this, and she mm-hmm. used to eating out three times a week. And mm-hmm. she used to well, a man get accustomed to some shit too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, he used to getting some ass. Yeah, that, well, yeah, that's true. That's true. So there you go. I, I you know, I just, I just say if you if you call law enforcement, you got to have all the the uh, die uh, the eyes dotted and t's crossed. There, there is precedent. Oh, what's the precedent? Legal precedent. I told you there's, that women get palimony all the time. <laughs> <laughs> this is asimony. This is asimony. Asimony. <laughs> so you, you, would, you would qualify this as an actual emergency? Yeah. <laughs> you ever been in the bed with Horny and, and she wasn't giving, trying to get you no know, ass? That's an emergency. Now see, that, that's... that's <laughs> That's what, now, now, see, he he should have what he should have done was like you know if if your wife won't cook for you, you order takeout, or if your girlfriend don't cook for you, you order takeout. He should have just ordered some takeout. Well, that you know that that would have uh, that would have made everybody happy. Could have gone mm-hmm. down to the corner mart and uh, <laughs> brought him brought him something home. <laughs> Picked up something off the corner. Huh? Pick off some pick something off off uh, yeah and from the corner yes. <laughs> And then, and then everything would be better. Everyone would be happy. He'd be happy. His girlfriend would be happy, and the police could get on to something. Really, his girlfriend would be happy. Of course, she would. <laughs> yeah, okay. She yeah. wouldn't have to put out. She could go to sleep. She could watch Family Feud. <laughs> of course, that just might get her horny. So, that was one of the one of the questions was. Fill in the blank. I will blank for sex. <laughs> and one of the first answers was pay. Ah. <laughs> what? 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 Yeah. It was uh. What? How do married men fill in the blank? Mm. Mm. Yeah, that was one of them. Yeah. Well, you know, no. so. can't can't disagree with that. Yep. 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 So I don't know. That. Uh, so when the when the police showed up, okay, lady, drop them and spread them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And you know she came up with some kind of half-ass excuse talking about the you know my grandbaby is here and all this kind of stuff and well, your grandbaby in the bed with you or what? I mean, mm. what the fuck that got to do with the price of rice? Mm-hmm. Uh, he was drunk too, right? Yeah, he was drunk. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's when you want it the most. <laughs> all the more reason she should. have What's that got to do with it? Again, what's the fuck that got to do with the price she, of rice? She knew. She knew what she was getting into. She entered into a relationship with him. Exactly. Drunk motherfucker want to have sex with my grandbaby in the room, and I'm watching yeah. Family Feud. <laughs> She's just like, mm-mm-mm, just all kinds of pitiful, pitiful, uh, pitiful, pitiful. I guess we're gonna have to agree to disagree on this one, Dino Red. Yeah, okay, uh, Charlie Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Over there channeling Charlie Bell and shit. <laughs> Hand me your man card on the way out, nigga. <laughs> Right. Um, well, that is time to get into our Ask the Average Guy. All right, Weasel, since you're uh, already channeling Charlie Bell. <laughs> 
don't you go ahead and uh... I, I just want everyone to know that in the last scene my tongue was firmly in cheek <laughs> I believe that every man on the face of the planet has a right to call 911 when his wife or girlfriend does not give him ass there you go thank you alright <laughs> clear that up that was with the shiznit players <laughs> so this week's question uh, actually comes to us um and uh, go ahead and take it, uh, Weasel. <clears throat> Dear Dino and Chisnick crew, I've been with my husband, Elliot, for six years. Why, why is Elliot in quotes? Uh, I guess that's because <laughs> she changed his name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, but like, okay, why? Still, why the quotes, though? Okay, anyway, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Elliot. <laughs> I've been with my husband, Elliot, for six years, married for two. We're financially stable and have great supportive families. One of our biggest issues is that Elliot, Elliot needs to be emotionally coddled and I give in to it. It's taxing to be the strong one all the time and the result the result is I don't feel as attracted to him. He complains that I'm not fun anymore or that I'm a prude. Now that I'm pregnant things have gotten worse. I expect it to be treated like a pregnant goddess but Elliot feels no emotional attachment to our baby and is afraid of becoming a father. I find it hard to deal with because we planned this pregnancy. We have been fighting a lot lately, and while he was out, I read his journal. Mm. It stated that he knows he doesn't love his wife anymore. Since that day, I've been a wreck, but I've been unable to talk to him about it. Wow. There's a lot of shit going on in this one. Um, this is pretty deep, too. This is uh, this is definitely one of the deeper ones we've yeah. uh, gotten. Um. <clears throat> okay, like I said, there's a couple things going on here. So let's start from, I guess, the beginning. Uh, your husband likes being coddled. You don't like coddling him, and it turns you off to him because you see him as a wimp and not a man. Mm-hmm. Uh, stop doing it. Uh, it. You probably should talk to him about that. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm just going to cut to the chase and say, you know, you you don't say it this way, but you you're going to have to talk to him and tell him he needs to man the fuck up, because uh, he's drying up your pussy. <laughs> That's pretty much what's going on. Um, but don't say it like that. Yeah. But um, yeah. It, uh, too bad that he doesn't already know that, and he needs to be told. But it is what it is. Um. That's another. That's one thing. Um, let's see. Not funny more. Da da da. She just approved. Attracted to him. Well, you fix that, and that fix that fixes the attracted to him part. Um, he also that will also fix the part where he complains that you're not fun anymore. Once you guys are, once you're you know back into him again and all that. Now this part, this part to me, out of all of it, seems to be the. The, le- the the least important, which you, pr- you probably think is one of the biggest things, the fact that uh, you think he, he feels no emotional attachment to the baby and he's afraid of becoming a father. Okay, I got a couple things to say about that. Uh, women, you guys need to understand this whole baby thing is so different for us. It's way different. Way, way different. First of all, you know first, and when you once you find out, 
whether it's by how you whether you just know your body or you take a test or the doctor tells you however it is you know first and you take as long as you need to come to grips with that or to work through your feelings about it you know whether it's you're instantly happy or sad or whatever your feelings are about it you take as long as you need to work through those before you tell anybody else and it's up to you when you tell anybody else because you know first and generally you'll tell your mother or your best girlfriend or somebody before you even tell us right and then you guys discuss it even further what, however you're feeling about it and this and that and then two it's a whole different thing because you're actually carrying the baby so in case you haven't figured that out that means that it's natural for you to feel more connected to the baby than us and it's natural that you're going to feel that connection immediately it's not doesn't work that way for us okay um, not only do we not have anything inside of us um, there's there's the fact that when you tell us we're immediately on display like you're reading us to see our reaction which is totally not fair because you get all the time that you need in private and or to talk it over with a friend you know as much as or however long you need or whatever to or, and plus, like I said, it's a part of you. So that's already different. So when you bring it to us, there's a tendency for you guys to get upset because we don't react the way that you want us to a lot of times. Um, and there's a lot of reasons for that. Like I said, one, on a biological level, we don't have anything physically growing inside of us. So there's not that. And then... There's just the whole pressure of it, of like being a father, being a good father, being a better father than you had. Maybe you didn't have a father. You're not sure you know how to be a good father. Then there's the whole financial aspect of it. You know, even though this is a modern day and women work and all this or whatever, there's still certain societal stigmas and certain societal pressures. And... Let me, let me break it down to you this way. <clears throat> Even if the man and the woman works, if somehow the family falls on hard times and they need to go stay with a relative or they lose their house or something like that, nobody's looking at that woman. Everybody's looking at that man. That is considered his responsibility to provide shelter and all of the necessities that life has food and clothing and whatever else you know is a necessity it is considered the man's duty to provide that even if the woman helps out even if the woman works too even if the woman makes more if like I said if everything was to go wrong that's all going to be on him I give you an example I have a family member who you know is, is I think on her second marriage or whatever that's not even the point He's, she's married to a good dude, a really good dude. And they're having some hard times right now and had to go live with her mom. And she's getting like, people are like talking to her like, oh, like, you know, you need to get rid of that nigga and this and that or whatever. He's a good dude. He lost his job, got laid off. 
has had a hard time, you know, finding another job. But he's a good dude. And but it's like people don't care about that. It's like he's not providing. He ain't being a man. Fuck him. Kick him to the curb. Get somebody else. You still good looking. Whatever. You know, that's that's how people that's how people are. And that's how people think. And that's what and those are the type of pressures that are on men. You know? Um And even if a woman's single, it's still not the same thing. It's like, oh, like, okay, she gets in trouble. Oh, she she ain't got no man to help her. It's, there's sympathy. There's a certain amount of sympathy. Oh, she, you know, she's a single mother trying to do it on her own. And, you know, she fell on hard times. And it's like, oh, yeah, she had to go stay at home with her parents, whatever. There's no there's no shame and stigma attached to that. But when there's a man in the picture and that shit happens, everybody's looking at him. So this is what, when you say baby, I'm having a baby, this is where a lot of men go in their heads first. Like, oh, shit. Like, I have all this responsibility. You know, all these responsibilities to live up to or whatever. And uh, that, when the baby gets here, if not before, I'm more than, you know, nine times out of ten, that that goes right out the window. Like, as soon as he holds the baby, I know guys who are ready to give their kids up for adoption and all kind of things. The baby come, they hold that baby, Please, you ain't giving up my baby. What the fuck you talking about? My baby ain't going nowhere. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, a lot of times, um, a lot of times, men um, when they have a child or uh, all that thing about uh, the the uh, they're they're overwhelmed by the sense of responsibility that they're expected to uh, to uh, hang. Uh, they're expected to uphold. Yes, and uh, also. Uh, you know, you were saying that he's uh, that he's he needs to be emotionally coddled. Now, I'm not I'm not exactly sure if I don't know you. I, I get from that that you think that he's needy, and you know that, that's that's quite possible. Uh, one of the one of the ironies that I'm reading in, into this letter is a lot of women complain when men don't uh, express their feelings. Yeah. But it sounds like you have a man who expresses his feelings and says that he needs you know he needs you know for lack of a better term coddling or attention. Or whatever, um, and uh, it sounds like you need it as well. It sounds like both of you. Uh, are, it seems like neither of you are there emotionally for each other. Um, yeah. And I, you know, just uh, you, you actually you need to you you guys need to talk to a professional. Um, uh, you need a, you need a marriage counselor because this, you know, this is. You know, both of you need emotional uh, need, need uh, emotional attachment to one another, uh, and you, you need and you need to know what's going on in each other's head. Because a lot of times, you know, you think because of his, the way he's reacting that he doesn't that he feels one way. When in, the reality is, he may be feeling something totally different. Uh, and sometimes some some men see the baby as uh, as uh, 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 competition as competition for attention, and if so, he needs to work that out. And you need to work out, uh, uh, you know, you know, you need to work out why you can't give him the emotional support that he needs as well. Uh, so I I I really think you should look uh, look into seeing uh, seeking marriage counselor from uh, from. A professional, because you—that's uh, what she did. She wrote oh, she, into the show. 
Damn. Why are you telling her to do shit she already did? <laughs> thank, thank, thank you, Dr. Phil. <laughs> Dr. Dino, nigga. <laughs> and if he calls 911... Uh, uh, but seriously, uh, uh, you both need each other emotionally, and you both need to find a way to uh, to find or to rekindle that uh, that that emotional vacuum that seems to have uh, uh, seems to have appeared. And last but not least, I know it devastated you when you read in this journal. Which why were you reading this journal anyway? Um, <laughs> that's something you need to check check into. You know, look at yourself. Um, but anyway, since you did and you saw it, I would not. That doesn't necessarily. I'm not saying it doesn't mean anything, but it may not mean anything. Just because he's he's wrote that. And I, I mean, I put it like this. I've said that, and I kind of meant it at the time, and then you know, but kind of didn't. I don't know. You go through different feelings and different emotions, or whatever. Maybe it's different for women, but I don't know. Sometimes you feel like that. I, I guarantee you, before this year is out, my wife will probably do something to make me feel like I don't want. Lo- I don't. I don't love her anymore. You know, I'll be like, I don't love her. Why am I with you? You know, and then you know, the next day it'd be fine. I mean, so just because you read that, it doesn't necessarily mean that. Oh, it's over. He doesn't love me or whatever. He just could have been feeling that way at the time, and you know. And that's why I think you should see a professional because you need to you need to find out what each other you need to communicate with each other. And apparently, you guys are not. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you're gonna have to come clean about reading this journal too. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so it is what it is. All right. Whew. That one was a lot. <laughs> that is about it. That's our show. Ebity, 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 ebity. That's all, folks. Right, right. All right. So uh, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Shiznit Show. We uh, appreciate you guys. Don't forget, we will be uh, or we're uh, we're nominated for another weblog, a, low, a web black weblog award, and we'll be needing you to vote pretty soon for us. Uh, so. Uh, Look out for that on our Facebook pages and whatever else, and listen for it out on the show where and when you can go and vote. Um, don't forget to share the show on all your social media. Tweet us out. You know, share the post. Tell somebody um, to check out the Shiznit Show. And uh, with that, for Dame Louisa Stanford, I'm Dino Red. Holla at your boy. From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been The Shiznit. You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.